Welcome to Spirit Behind the Screen. Each episode, your host, Marty McCurdy, deep dives on industry trends around high reliability electronics and the supply chain in aerospace and defense. This is episode 34 with Warehouse Manager Jeremy Rowland about Spirit's ESD Class Zero certification. This is Marty McCurdy with Spirit Electronics and our podcast Behind the Screen. And luckily today we have our warehouse manager, Jeremy Rowland, with us. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, I call you JR for your initials. So JR it is, unless we want to call you chief of all things in the warehouse. (laughs) Chief Uh, warehouse guy. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you came to us, JR, right at the right time when we were upping our game in the warehouse to improve our processes, uh, add a lot of expertise and value add. And you came to us from the military. So 22 years in the Air Force. Uh, give us a little bit of background of you know locations and rank, your right. exit strategy maybe. You know, uh, Give us that little bit of background. Well, uh, I retired after 22 years as a master sergeant. I spent a lot of time in Texas. I spent 10 years in Texas, uh, 10 years in Arizona, and then I had two years overseas in Japan and a year over in Korea. So a lot of fun. Very good. Yep. I know you and I talk all the time about you know being veterans, and we have a lot of veterans here at the office about how we just know what to expect from each other. Uh, I appreciate that about veterans that come here and, and get hired on because I, I know that I my Tourette's can kick in occasionally and, and, <laughs> and you guys are okay with it. And uh, just, you know, the job gets done, right? There's really, as you say, we know what to expect. Absolutely. We know that, you know, if there's a job to be done, it's going to get done. It's going to get done right. We typically are looking for something else to do and ways to improve current processes. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to our topic today, which is ESD Zero. For those in the industry that may not be familiar with it, the ESD protection and processes that we go through, both from a warehouse and handling standpoint versus our lab and lab capabilities, is that uh, we are dissipating any of the electrostatic discharge that builds just from even walking or, or the atmosphere or whatever. So. In your warehouse, we have pretty hefty environmental controls back there, so give us a little rundown on that as far as what goes on on a daily basis. Yeah, so uh, we have our environmental controls. We have a fog system that maintains humidity in between our set standards. Our floor is of ESD flooring. We have ESD benches and mats, and uh, it's ESD overload. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of it. You know, we have smocks that dissipate static, and we have our ESD shoes. Every everywhere you look is ESD. Yeah, I, I know that the floor when we built our building out, uh, we could buy a really nice hot rod with that kind of money <laughs> that we put imagine. in the floor that we walk on every day, right? <laughs> so we've got. Uh, you know, like you said, an overkill on, you know, copper underlay on our ESD tile. And we've got, you know, three ground rods in a very, you know, small space. Probably we could have used one. We've got three. We've got a quarter by one inch copper bar around the entire perimeter of your warehouse to either, you know, add additional tie-ins to the ground, et cetera. But I know you run a tight ship back there. So I know that the ESD process that we have has been audited 
at least once a month by outside customers and it's always Seems that way yeah always <laughs> with flying colors uh even when we have itar you know product out i know that you kind of put up the big red flag nobody's coming back there but the way you run it back there in the esd program i think is uh admirable so i appreciate that one thing that our customers has pushed for is ESD zero, which we want to kind of get around to today. So I know that we, in the industry, we always were around ESD, like a 25 volt level was acceptable. It would work its way down with the complexity of the devices that came. And eventually five volts seemed to be very manageable. But we recently were certified for zero uh, volts. And because of the, you know, the Xilinx and TI and Intersil parts we handle are very high uh, susceptibility to ESD. So tell us a little bit about that process that we went through for an outside certification process to get to zero. Yeah, so originally uh, I was looking at just getting some standard ESD stuff for the, uh, for the warehouse. And I was on a website called Desco, uh, real big uh, in the industry of just ESD. And I emailed Desco for a quote and CC'd was quantum industry or quantum systems. And they are the ones that came out and did our inspection. And that's pretty much how it started. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he came and uh, the guy came in and sort of, you know, said that he can certify us. And I was like, oh, well, we don't need to be certified. We're, you know, we're already ESD and we're maintaining and we're, we're you know, within ranges that we're supposed to be. Then the class zero thing came along and I asked the guy and I said, hey, what about the class zero? He said, oh, yeah, we can help you out and, you know, hook us up. So he came out and did all the, the testing and nothing short that we were doing already. Right. Um, he just verified it. Right. So. Yeah. So basically, I, I think what the what was telling for me from the outside looking in when you guys uh, went through the process and finished it is it's what you do every day back Absolutely. there. It's the measurement. It's the ionizers. It's checking the mats and documenting all these things. And he just kind of came in as a, a extra set of outside eyes and mm-hmm. took a look at it and, and sure enough you have an ESD setup going on. Absolutely. Yeah, he just came in and said you guys are already doing it. May as well certify. So. Excellent. Tell me a little bit about some of the other things that go on that you've had process improvement. I know you have some new equipment back there and our tape and reel. Obviously you've got our, our laser marker back there. Everything that goes on in your warehouse, we have an ERP system. How does the process work? You have inventory management back there. You've got pick tickets. I mean, the whole process is incredibly automated for uh, what you do. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, typically, you know, we get our receiving dropped off and we are from the start ESD. Start opening boxes, we're already strapped in to the grounding system, making sure that we're, we're safe. And then uh, we just start receiving parts into our system. And then from there, parts go into the inventory. We manage that inventory accordingly, depending on whether it's going to go into stock or it's going to go right out to the customer. We're pretty much strapped in this whole entire time, uh, unless parts are not in our hands at that point, but. And the ESD storage, like uh, bags and uh, yeah. the boxes for the shelving, basically it's redundancy. Absolutely, uh, you know, even if parts are passive, they're, they're still handled as if they're not, you know, if they're, they're an active component or whatnot. So uh, we always put them in ESD bags. Uh, we have ESD tape, everything back there is, is ESD of some sort, mm-hmm. you know, which, to me, it's it's crazy if you, you know you slap the ESD label on something and the price goes up, it seems like <laughs> tenfold. It's, but you know, 
it's worth it because a lot of these parts are very expensive parts. So yeah, you know, you want to make sure that they're as they came off the the manufacturer's line straight to the customer. Right. Yeah. So. Exactly. I know that sometimes we've had incidents where your team has completely found where you know the help me out is that the the desiccant cards. Um, oh yeah, the HIC cards have been yeah. compromised. So yes, you know. We'll pull those cards out, we'll inspect the parts, and then uh, typically at that point we'll get with the manufacturer or the, the supplier and work on what we need to do to fix it, whether it be send the parts back for an R- through the RMA process or we can bake them ourselves. Either way, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get it, still get them to the customer as if they were new. Right. Or, I mean, they are new, but yeah. as if they were fresh off the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like all of the, the safeguards of what I call that, and even us, when you ship out, if we've had value add in our lab, uh, handling them, you know, PIND or XRF, CSAM, whatever it is, temp cycle, whatever that might have entailed, then you and your team also have vacuum seal and bake yes. in your oven that kind of reprocesses everything back to uh, as received. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, every, everything, you know, is ESD protected from the second it comes through the door. You know, obviously we'll have it out inspecting it and then goes right back into the ESD protection uh, and then it goes over to the lab or to, you know, outsource or wherever it goes. Uh, It's ESD protected everywhere we go. Mm -hmm. Great. Good. I know you bring all of those 22 years of experience with you into the warehouse and that's uh, the luxury that that we have for you to be on our our team. I remember the day that uh, you came in for your interviews, we were heavy in COVID and you had a mask on and we really, it was so tough to engage, right? To really understand it, but we all knew you were our guy. And then uh, I think we've shared with you, but we'll share on our podcast. The first day you come in, you're in our fishbowl over there, which we can see it. And, and your hair was long. Your beard was looking like Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top. And you had shorts on your hat yeah. backwards. We're like, who is that? Absolutely. <laughs> We're like, is that the guy we hired? Well, you know, I, obviously, when, you're, when you come into an interview, you're not, you're not sure what to expect, especially during COVID. You know, I was like, well, I think I have to wear a mask. So I guess I'll put one on. And I think you were the only one that didn't have a mask on whenever you interviewed me. Everybody else that came in had masks. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's kind of a mask place. <laughs> so, you know, and then, of course, you know, uh, my, I actually trimmed my beard uh, whenever I came into the interview. And I, you know, after being in the military so long, we don't grow facial hair. So I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm trimming my beard up. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, man, it's a good thing I'm going to wear a mask tomorrow because it looks like... Crap. So, but uh, you know, and then of course I I was had the luxury just to let it grow, and you know I've since uh, trimmed it again. But yeah, man, that was Grizzly Adams. It yeah. seemed like it was, yeah, you were. Yeah, it was awesome. It so. was. I mean, after 22 years, you want to you know yeah. check out a new look and all that, and yeah. then you grew your hair out, and you got these big wavy locks, and all yeah. the bald guys here were jealous, and yeah, uh, yeah so <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Well, great. It's been my pleasure uh, taking some time out of our busy day to chat. I appreciate your efforts back there in our warehouse, keeping everything rolling, and uh, Jeremy Rowland managing your warehouse, and this is Behind the Screen. Have a good one. Thanks for listening with Spirit this week. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to let us know what you want to hear about in aerospace and defense. You can find out more about Spirit's value-added services and product lines at spiritelectronics.com.